So the thing that I always say that's been true in my own life and I've seen with other nurses in our community is just trust the desire that you have. Like you wouldn't have the desire that you have for it not to be met. You don't have to have an answer yet. So I just say, if you're feeling that way, if it's on your mind, like, I think we just talk ourselves out of things or like, oh, it's not that bad. Or like, you know, but if you're feeling some kind of way or you have these thoughts, like just pursue it. You, there's no risk. There's just, you'll just get more information. So just trust the desire Ooh, I you gotta have. Go. I've been working, told them, please don't hit my phone. I'm in my zone, bro. Just leave me alone. Was on the road, but I swear I'm coming home. Now the drinks on me, I think we need a toast. See, I did it for me. Now my old friends calling, told them nothing's for free. Told me time is money, dog. I swear I paid on my fees. I was starving for this day, now my fan they can't eat. Hey, Matt. What's up, Pete? I'll be honest with you. Becoming a nurse was one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. Not only do I get to work in medicine, but also grow as a human being. I also remember those nursing school days, feeling the lack of confidence of what I should do next, how to start my career, and that transitionary period requires a good nurse residency program. Luckily, HCA Healthcare has a nurse residency program. Build your confidence and grow your critical thinking skills with hands-on experience. They also have a great community of supportive nurses that will help you excel. HCA Healthcare has 184 hospitals across 19 states. Becoming a nurse resident with HCA comes with other great benefits, such as tuition reimbursement, student loan assistance, and it'll help your career to achieve your professional goals. If I could give my younger self any advice, it would be to apply to the HCA Healthcare Nurse Residency Program. They accept applications from nursing students who are preparing to graduate within the next six months or graduate nursing students who have six months or less of experience. You can learn more today at careers.hcahealthcare.com slash residency. Again, that's careers.hcahealthcare.com slash residency. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Couple of Nurses podcast with your hosts, Matt and myself, Peter. Some housekeeping first. Make sure you guys check out couplenurses.com. That's where we have all our blogs, all our show notes, Basically, any information that you want related to a couple of nurses, we even have a section for our vlogs and our podcast episodes. Uh, we are always up on YouTube if you guys want to see us and the merch that we're wearing. Matt's wearing the old school throwback of the couple of nurses shirt. And I got the Be Well shirt that is available on wearefrontlinewarriors.com. And wearefrontlinewarriors.com is like our sister site. A lot of consciousness stuff on there. A lot of mindfulness. A lot of wellness. And bringing it back to YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you drop a comment. Make sure you give us, give us a like. Uh, if you want to hear something on the episode, you can just comment on there and you know l- let us know through, through that. Something that we have going on in the works is Pronto Health also pronto.com, P-R-N-T-O. It's something that we're, that we're creating with the help of a lot of people in the community that's going to revolutionize, innovate, and kind of change how the healthcare industry industry functions. It's going to have everything on there regarding employment, regarding education, regarding wellness. We just want, we just see a lot of different moving parts in, in healthcare, and we're just trying to connect them all together just to make it a little bit simpler and, and easier on, on all of us. So what's up, Matt? What's up? What's up? On today's episode, I'd like to welcome our guest, Kat Golden. Kat Golden is the owner of Nurses Inspire Nurses. Her journey started about seven years ago when she started working as a pediatric nurse. She understood what it's like to feel exhausted, isolated, and lonely. This put Kat on a trajectory to building one of the largest communities in the nursing sphere. 
This episode is jam-packed. We talk about mindset, what it is to cultivate self-love, self-care, and of course, community and how important it is to nurses. You guys are going to love this episode. Let's go. Hey, Kat. Thank you for being back on the show for a second time. And as, uh, as always, we start with the first question about your background, who you are, and your nursing experience. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's good to be back. Time flies, right? It's like we're back again. So yeah, I'm I'm a pediatric nurse. I've always worked in peds my whole nursing career, a little bit in community nursing. And then I started Nurses Inspired Nurses in 2018. Um, I do that full time now. So I, I'm a nurse helping nurses. I still have my license and everything. And, and we've grown quite a bit. I have, you know, employees now and a team. So it's exciting. Hmm. And I, I know you're like, main mission is for nurses, for, for nurses, for them to be human first and nurses second. So what does that mean to you? Yeah, I think, you know, one of the things that I really struggled with my whole nursing career is I felt like as nurses, we had all these expectations to kind of be superhuman or I don't know, it's just like to just keep going day to day, you know, stay up all night, work these long hours, take care of people in these most vulnerable moments. And nobody that I worked with anywhere, I worked in Colorado and Michigan, and nobody was saying like, hey, I'm not doing good or hey, this bums me out. And I'm just like, am I the only one with feelings around here? Like, why are we not allowed to be human? I also felt like just with the structure of nursing, like working such long shifts, you know, you miss out on a lot. Like I hated missing just random things like workout classes or family events or, you know, driving to work a Friday at, at five and everyone's sitting at happy hour. I'm driving, you know, through downtown Denver and I'm like, cool, I want a margarita. <laughs> I'm going to take care of sick kids. And I, I think it's okay to say that. Like sometimes it's just hard and and I just hated bottling stuff up and, and I loved being a nurse. I love what I do now. It just still doesn't mean I'm not human and having a human experience. And I think, I think we need to be okay with that, the good and the bad. Right. hundred percent. And since you, since you've been a, been a nurse for many years, what do you think nurses need most in like a su supportive way? What do you think they're, they're most in need of? So I'm going to kind of have a little bit different answer to this. I think nurses need to support themselves first. And I know this from my own journey. I think, you know, nurses being helpers and we take care of people and, you know, we're healers. Like we have this just tendency to help, but so often we forget our own needs. And I hear so many nurses like complaining about different things or being upset. And then I ask them like, but did you do that for yourself? Like, did you stand up for yourself? Did you advocate for yourself? And of course, sometimes the answer is yes, but so often I find that like, we're not even taking care of our own selves. So then how can we expect other people to take care of us or meet our needs when we're not doing that for ourselves? It's like with a relationship, right? Like if I'm pissed, my boyfriend's like, well, why didn't you do this? Well, maybe I should also do that for myself first. You know what I mean? So I think nurses, you know, really need to make sure they know that, that they're valuable. They're humans. They need to take care of themselves first and it changes everything. We're 100. And I feel like a, a communication is a is a, a big key to this because I can only help you so far with with me looking at you. I can kind of see what you need help with, mm -hmm. but I don't really know what you truly need help with unless you you open up and 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 talk about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's like the one thing that like nurses nurses share. They all go through the same struggles, but no one really talks about them or or, or shares them. We just see see them for the, like their outside. Like I'm not sure what's going on internally. I'm not sure what's going on with your with your home life. All I, all I could see is that you know you're bringing a lot of junk food to work. You're you've, you've been eating un unhealthily, and your scrubs aren't aren't ironed out. So I see something's going on, but if you don't ask for help or if you don't tell me any, anything about it, I can't really help you. 
Yeah, or be supportive, totally. And it's vulnerable to do that, right? Because not everyone's accepting of that. Some people are going to just say like, oh, get over it or be rude or, you know. So it's just like with anything in life, it's hard to be vulnerable. I'm kind of comparing it to like the military. You know, the whole don't ask, don't tell rule that happened in the military. It seems like that's happening in healthcare where it's like, just shut up and do your job, go home. And there's none of that vulnerability, just like you mentioned, which is so important because you know, more than ever with this whole pandemic, we need to be understanding of each other, what we're going through and support each other as nurses. Yeah, totally. And I think the thing too, with nursing, I felt so often it was very isolated, you know, like you could be working with someone in the exact same unit, the exact same day, but having totally different experiences, right? Like maybe you have this great patient that's super sweet and like, you know, it's so nice. And then you're friend has this patient that, you know, maybe that's dying or has this really rude family, or they're just having like a completely different experience. And if we don't talk about that, we can't support and help each other. Right. And it's like, someone may even want to help you or be there for you, but they don't even know. I want to get to know a little bit about, about you, Cass. So we spoke about a year ago. How has your life changed over last years? How has your business changed? Like what's new? How have you grown as, as a person grown as a business? Oh my gosh, that's a great question. I think we've all changed probably and grown a ton in the last year. I think for me and Nurses Inspire Nurses, we keep saying in my team that we kind of grew up um, in the sense of we really have discovered who we are, what we're here to do. And I think a lot of the things in the pandemic, like during the pandemic, we were doing care packages for units. We had done a huge 50,000 t-shirt deal. So we have experienced a ton of growth. And then in 2021, really, we made a ton of pivots and changes related to, I think, what nurses need right now, Um, launching our online community and really trying to be a source of hope and light and just a safe place, like whether you're doing amazing or whether you feel terrible or anywhere in between that we could offer support. So I actually just really spent a ton of time focusing on support, resources, community um, to really like sustain us long-term and help nurses. Cause I, I don't think this is going to be changing anytime soon. So I'm um, just really trying to listen and pivoted from a lot of actually stuff that we were doing before. Cause I didn't think it was, it was relevant really anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's, it sounds like the hallmark of your business is community. So I'm just curious on the feedback of the community that, that they have given you throughout this past year to like, how have they felt about healthcare and everything going on? Oh, I mean, I think almost every single, you know, person is just saying how rough it is out there right now, you know, and um, I know there's a lot of good things too. You know, we have a lot of people that have, you know, made moves, started traveling, you know, doing different stuff, maybe have made a lot of changes that have been really positive, but regardless, I mean, I think in general, I think nurses are just really tired and really worn out right now. I was just going to say too, a lot of the feedback, especially we did a fall tour and we're in several different states and really got out. And one thing I heard a lot and I, I resonated with it really deeply was a lot of nurses were just like bummed out. Like they love nursing and it's like COVID has put such a damper on everything. And it's like taken away a lot of this like joy and love that they really felt for the profession. You know, just, I think the way the public's handle it, the way, like all these requirements at work, like you know, people like delivering babies and not having family there or their spouse, you know, just nurses have being thrown in all these different roles, like whether you've worked COVID or not, it's, it's affected 
all nurses in some way. Hundred mm, percent. And there's a lot of nurses that are working bedside, and they really love nursing. They really enjoy what they're do what, yeah. what they're doing, but they're like they're getting burnt out from it. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of nurses out there that are trying to kind of slow down the whole bedside um, stuff and just kind of start into into something new. So what's kind of some advice you, you could give to the community out there that, that really loves nursing, but slowly realizing that, hey, I kind of want to step away now. So the thing that I always say that's been true in my own life and I've seen with other nurses in our community is just trust the desire that you have. Like you wouldn't have the desire that you have for it not to be met. You don't have to have an answer yet. So I just say, if you're feeling that way, if it's on your mind, like, I think we just talk ourselves out of things or like, oh, it's not that bad. Or like, you know, but if you're feeling some kind of way or you have these thoughts, like just pursue it. You, There's no risk. There's just, you'll just get more information. So just trust the desire you have. I think it's so easy to look outward and ask other people what you should do and, you know, see what other people are doing. And it's like, no, we all have different desires. We're all different humans. Like trust yourself. Maybe it is time for a change. You can go back, you know, just uncover your options, but trust yourself if you're feeling that way. Like we all have those knowings, you know? Yeah. It's like trusting your impulse because you're soul or whatever the word you want to use knows better. And sometimes we try yeah, to just mask that. that. Yes. You know, like we've all been in, even in those relationships where we're like, oh, like, you know, you're feeling some kind of way. You're like, I don't know. Like, you're not really into it. You're like, but I don't know. It's not that bad. It's like, no, you feel that way for a reason. Like, and then six months later, you're like, oh, I should have listened to myself. It's like we've all been there. Especially when those people are going to their friends and asking that like totally. negative STEM question. It's like they know the answer themselves, but they just want... It's comfort that they're seeking and they don't want to go exactly. through that pain and suffering. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's almost like you're, you're settling for the minimum. Yes. And we, we, mm -hmm. we can't get lost in that because like once you settle for the minimum, that's like your new baseline. It's like having a, a, a poor habit. If you start eating, eating junk food every week, that's going to jump into every day. And then every like and then you're going to that's going to be like a new normal. And it's going to be a lot harder to to get off that, that track than to, you know, not go there in the first place. So, and like a big thing about nurses kind of going off on their own and starting their, their own thing is like, is a community. Cause a lot of nurses out there, they put out really good content, but they're not sure on how to grab an audience or, or how to grow a, a community. How did you go about that with Nurses Inspired Nurses? I think to, for me, it was a little bit about the intention. Like I started Nurses Inspired Nurses. I never even intended to have a business when I started Nurses Inspired Nurses. I just knew it's just my natural personality. And again, like it was like what was authentic for me. And I've always had this like kind of bringing people together, like inviting people in um, personality. So little backstory, this is a kind of a great example at my old gym, the owner like pulled me aside and he was like, so we just have to ask you, like, we're really confused how you bring in people here that are like all different fitness levels, all different shapes and sizes. Like some people, you know, maybe they have like a huge weight loss goal. Normally they would never come with someone to a gym that would be really fit because they'd feel like really intimidated. And he's like, you just make everyone feel so comfortable. That's like, how do you do that? And I was like, oh, I didn't even realize that. Like, it was just very natural for me. So I did that at work. Like, I was just bringing people together. Like, I was like, hey, let's get a coffee sponsor. Like, night shift is hard. So I just started emailing people like, hey, you know, this is way before the pandemic. Or like, I was like, hey, this local business, let's all go do a workout. You know, like, I was just kind of always inviting people in. I think it's just like a gift I have. And it makes me feel good. I'm excited about it. And so 
I don't know. Like, I, I don't think that I can say like one tangible thing, but I do know that I connect with people and that I was able to connect them with each other. And that's community, right? Like the community is like, yes, I lead the community, but I'm connecting people to each other. It's not me to them always. Do you know what I'm saying? So once people can connect with each other, I think they feel really supported and excited and they belong. And, and I think at the end of the day, like we all just want to be ourselves and accepted for ourselves, right? So if you can help accept people for who they are and give them a safe place to be themselves, it's like game over. Mm-hmm. And that was going to be my question is why do you think the community has grown and bonded so well? Like, is there specific values or character traits that you could kind of maybe pinpoint? Yeah, I was going to say that too. I think that we're very clear on who we are and what we're here to do. And I'm also very okay that that's not for everybody. But when you are clear on who you are and what you're here to do, the right people will come and then the other people won't. And that's okay too. And so we're very, very positive, very supportive. You know, I'm always trying to be like, I want to be the most giving person that anybody knows. And I am too positive for some people and that's okay because this is just who I am and I'm not going to change that. And, you know, we, we made three, three core values. We have fun. And I believe even in the worst of times, like I think anything we can make fun, I think we can make anything a vibe. It doesn't mean we don't acknowledge what's hard, but it just means that we're going to make the best of it. We show up for ourselves and each other. It's what my team does. And that's what we help nurses do because I don't think we should do life or nursing alone. And then we believe in growth and learning. And I always want to be a place that's always evolving. That's always learning. That's always growing. And so we stand by those, you know, three, three core values, always human first nurse second. Those all touch on like the human aspect and everything we do revolves around that. So it's going to be for some people and that's amazing. And the other ones it's not, or maybe it's not right now, but if it is for you, this is what we'll, this is what we do. So the right people will come. But but I think the other important thing to mention about vulnerability is like until you allow your real self to be seen or you know who you are, your people can't find you, right? And it can be scary to do that. But it's even like, I keep kind of going back to a relationship, but like in a relationship, you have to, someone has to be vulnerable first and say like, this is who I am, or these are my quirks or, you know, say, I like you first. It's kind of the same thing with ourselves. Like we have to be vulnerable, say who we are, and then your people can find you. And so I think that's why the community has grown because the people that resonate with the message, like we're very clear on it so they can find us. Yeah, you're, you're very, yeah, you're very, very authentic. And, and it shows because I feel like when people, when people look at you and they see Kat Golden, they're like, it's Kat Golden, but she's actually being Kat Golden. And that's really hard for people to realize. And the, the crazy thing about it is if like, if, is if you're not okay with being yourself and okay with being in your skin, that's going to pour over to everything else in life, especially relationships. Because if you're not comfortable with just being yourself and loving yourself, then how can you be comfortable with somebody else and love the other other person? Because now yep. if you're in a relationship, you're thinking about two people, not, not just yourself. So looking back, looking back over the years, was there, were you always like this or did something happen to finally realize like, like screw it, you know, screw everybody else. I'm just going to be, be cat golden. Is it like a moment that kind of shaped you in, into becoming the person that, that you are, or is this kind of how you always have been? That's a great question. A lot of these characteristics, I've always been this way, but I will say what gave me a lot of confidence was um, when I was 28, I got divorced and I never thought that I would obviously, um, and it's like a, a story for another time that other, the, the reasons and all that don't matter, but it was, I mean, I thought my life was over. Like I was like, I'm 28, I'm divorced. 
I have no money. I'm like down and out. I mean, it was like, I was in some kind of way, like it was really bad. And my brother who is a nurse as well, moved to Colorado where I was living to live with me. And he was like, we're getting an apartment. You're basically not going to be a hermit and gave me like the greatest gift that anyone's ever given to me. It, and it, that, you know, helped me a ton, but I really just made a choice. Like I could either, I guess, I don't know. (laughs) I was so looking back. I'm like, I can't believe I thought my life was over, but I made a choice to really work on myself. I started working out. Um, I did a lot of mindset work. I didn't even know at that time that we could change our mindsets that we could, you know, I mean, this was, I'm 36, I'm going to be 37 now, but so it was almost 10 years ago. We have a lot more information now too, but I did a ton of work on myself, but I will say, I do believe I have an advantage because I've lost a lot. I am not afraid. And I have a very, very, very high risk tolerance. So even the things I do in business and the way I'm able to put myself out there, I do believe, you know, having my divorce was an advantage because that was the most vulnerable and, you know, such a low point that after that, I was like, oh, that happened. I came back. I'll be fine. So I always think, you know, I do have a little bit of an advantage in that way. Um, And that I think has allowed me to to be vulnerable. But even when I started nurses, inspired nurses, I'll never forget my coworkers. I went in the break room at 2am and I'm like, guys, I'm going to do this. Like we have to start supporting ourselves. I'm like, do nurses need this? Like, are you guys okay? Cause I'm not okay. And I felt so vulnerable saying that. And I feel vulnerable now being positive because there's so much negativity out there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like people are going to think I'm naive. They're going to think that I don't care. And I'm like, no, because I do so much to let people know I care. I can't think that, but I, I even still feel vulnerable, but I'm still going to speak my truth and, and be a bright light for the, for the nurses. There's so much to unpack in, in that uh, statement that you said. And one I of the, th- one of the things is just like you said, vulnerability and you're not, you went through so much in life where failure is something that you seek in a positive way, because at the end of the day, it's not negative, it's not good or bad, it's just experience. And that experience is giving you knowledge, data to make the next move to, you know, sharpen the spear a little bit better just so you could execute the next steps of your life better and better, you know? <clears throat> and I think it's our brain, right? We're so afraid of failure and it's like, what for what? We're so afraid. Okay, you're not for everyone. Cool, like, it's we're, okay. We're so scared of those opinions of other people. Mm-hmm. And you said your your positivity is too much sometimes. So how do you cultivate that uh, positivity and the self-care in your uh, everyday life? You mean like, how do I stay positive? Yes. So I don't know. This is a little bit hard to explain, but I feel like I don't see things in the sense of um, like I'm not like my boyfriend's an engineer and he's so like step-by-step and like always has like plans and stuff. And I don't, my brain doesn't work that way. I'm very like intuitive. And like, I, I feel things like almost like in my body kind of. So I just really am in tune now with how I feel and what's happening. And I mean, my energy is, I always think the most valuable thing I have, and I think it's what brings people in. And so I'm just very conscious of how I am energetically. So I kind of, I think about a lot of times what I need in the sense of like where my energy's at. So, you know, I'm crazy about working out. I'm crazy about morning routines. People don't believe like I run a million dollar business and I don't have any notifications on my phone. Text is the only one. And very few people have my number. So I have no email, 
no, um, like you guys DM me and I didn't, I didn't see it. Cause I don't have Instagram notifications on until right before this, I checked my DMS, but people, you know, my printer is one person who has my number and he'll be like, text me, check your email. I sent you an invoice and I do check my emails, but I'm just really crazy about my energy. So to me, if I'm feeling some kind of way, I'm like, I have to address that. Like if I'm feeling anxious, if I'm feeling stressed, okay, what is causing that? Like, I just try to be really open and ask questions and check in with myself. I think, I, I think we need different things all the time or depending on even what we're going through. It's like that whole uh, left brain, right brain thing, which, mm-hmm. which you're talking about. And it's funny because I'm, I'm on my own like journey of mindset and everything I'm doing. And it's interesting because the people that are more um, like left brain, that are more analytical, rational, uh, they use a rational mind to gather data. But, but and if yeah. you think about it, that data is like in megabytes and and things like that but if you look at the um, the right brain and you said you're using more your intuition your gut feeling and you're getting energy from there and data to uh like cultivate the next moves in your life if you th- the way it's explained is like you're getting data as far as like gigabytes and terabytes like that data is almost more valuable but we have to as humans learn how to cultivate that ability to tap into that data to receive it so that's, I'm so, did you also have any books you recommend about this? Like what books can we read? You said you're doing this work. What can we, what can we read to learn more about this? Uh, so this is a course that I'm, um, that I'm taking uh, personally, because I want to get into like uh, coaching and everything that I'm doing, yeah. but I will send you an Instagram of the guy that I've, I've been following. Okay. He's really great. I resonate with that deeply. What you were saying, because it's taken me a very long time. Do you know what I mean? Like people see me now and they're like, oh, you're so in tune. And like, I have all these knowings and I'm very aware, but it's taken me like years and years, kind of what you were saying, like this, it's taken me time to get this way for sure. And I think I I can't imagine in 10 years, I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't even scratched the surface. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand that, that it's just, it's like working a muscle. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes like years of practice. And of course, in the beginning, it sucks because you're like, uh, I got to do this. I don't really feel like doing this, but you know, I have to because if I look at it in the long term, it's going to benefit me. I know it kind of sucks now. I know I got to wake up early. I know I have to uh, meditate 15 minutes while I could be doing something else for 15 minutes, but like it has, has to start somewhere. So what are some things that you cannot live without? So the one thing I, I swear by, I've done it for years. It's called the five minute journal. It's like five minutes a day, get your mind right. Focus on gratitude. It's what I always tell even I've done this. I mean, for years and years, even when I work 12 hour shifts, I would get up in the morning. Like when I say I cannot live without, I do this every day and a cup of coffee. Like I want to have coffee, like in a real mug sitting at home, even if I'm rushing out the door, like just these little things to start my day up for success. The other thing I'm like crazy. I voice record myself telling myself, things that are going to happen, how I want to feel all these things. And I listen every single day and I record new ones. Like I have them over the years and years and years and years. I started this on my birthday, like, I don't know, maybe five or six years ago. And then I have to keep updating new ones because all my stuff keeps coming true. But I listen to myself, tell myself how things are going to (laughs) go. Put those thoughts in your brain. It's almost like the law of attraction, like a positive way where you're just attracting it, but it happens you can manifest it, but it takes longer to happen to three-dimensional reality because it's matter. So matter takes longer to form, but your intentions are there. So it's it's like building blocks. It's like Legos. So it's like the intention is there 
and you're just coming every single day and stack stacking those Legos to create exactly what your desire is. Yeah. And it's like your reticular activating system, right? Like your brain is going to answer the question that you're asking it. Like, why do we recognize our name in a crowd? Why do we pick up on that? Because we're looking for it. Like, you know, when someone is like, oh, I'm thinking about buying a black Jeep. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, my neighbor has a black Jeep. Did they just get that? He's like, no, I've had that for three years. You're like, why do I see all these black Jeeps on the road? But you never did until you decided to buy a black Jeep, right? Like we all know that to be true. I think it's the same thing. Like you're just literally, um, my boyfriend in the motorcycle race, he's like, look where you want to go. I'm like, yeah, it's the same thing. Tell your brain where you want it to go. That, that is true. And that's like another thing with positivity is people are like, how can you be so positive? Well, you can't just say I'm positive and like give yourself a high five in the mirror, but your inner dialogue is always putting yourself down and being negative. You're just going to attract the same thing that your, that your thoughts are. 100%. And I think too, that's why I'm like, oh my God, like there's so many sad, terrible things happening in the world, but I'm like, at the same time, I'm like, we're alive. Like we have technology. <laughs> like I have, I've never worried that there's food in my fridge. Like I have a healthy body. Like I'm strong. I just went skiing this weekend. You know, my best friend has a daughter with spina bifida that's in a wheelchair. She will never go skiing, you know? And I'm just, so I just always go back to gratitude, which is why I'm big on five minute journal just every day thinking about what we have to be grateful for. I'm like, there's so much, like I have my dog. I'm like, nothing else. I got my dog. Like he makes me so happy. And even in one of the things that you mentioned, your values for nurses, inspired nurses, you mentioned fun. I think that's really important even to cultivate that in healthcare where yeah. we, we see so much negativity, so much like hardship, hardships, the families going through, even though we, we are in this negative environment, that doesn't mean that as a cohesive, you know, environment on the unit, we have to be negative. We could still kind of cultivate some humor, have some fun, crack some jokes yeah. that that's okay. I'm still professional but I want to have a little bit of a laugh. Like it's okay for me to do that. hundred percent. And I, I don't understand because that's just not how I am. So like, I'm, I have to just be myself, but even in my own company, I'm like, things are serious and things are hard, but like life is short. Like if anything, I'm like, we should, as nurses, especially like we know life is short. I'm trying to have fun. Like literally I tell my employees, we're not doing it if it's not fun. Seriously. Like, I think that we should have playlists. We can make packing fun. I have contests for them. Like, I don't know, have a theme day, dress up, like, just make it fun. Like, let's bring in your favorite foods. I don't know. Like, life is too short. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah, like you say, nurse, nursing is stressful to begin with. So it's like any, mm -hmm. any way you could figure out to kind of ease that stress and kind of like the burden of being like, like a nurse, it goes a long way. Sometimes you get, you get the nurses that just don't want to participate and, you know, they could go about their day. But a little bit for like our more, more analytical uh, listeners here, how do you stay organized and how do you manage your time with, with all this that you do? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, like, I don't know if I'm, if I'm perfect at it, but I mean, I really focus on just trying to be present. So, you know, wherever I'm at, I want to be very present, like with that task. I try not to be distracted doing other things. I think it's like hard for our minds. Like we're always, you know, we're so highly stimulated in the world we live in. So we're always like kind of doing six things, which is why I don't have notifications on my phone. Um, and I know that this sounds crazy, which maybe is not so analytical, but I just don't really do things that I'm not excited about. So I think when we're excited and, and you have that energy and you're listening to yourself, it's easy to get things done. If I'm super dreading something, it's taking me forever. It feels painful. You're just like, 
I should, I don't want to do this. Like then I'm asking another question, like, wait, what's the deeper thing going on here? And then, you know, I use Asana. It's like a, a project management software. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. That's helped me a ton. Um, the other thing, I'm also a big like handwritten person with my journals and everything. So I journal at the end of every week, um, whether it's usually always on Sundays. Um, I try to take some downtime, but I'll write in my journal just about every Sunday, maybe sometimes Monday morning about the previous week, really asking myself like, what went well? What do I need to do different? What am I excited about? And then I always ask myself, like, if I can only do one thing this week for nurses, inspire nurses, or even my personal life, like I usually pick one business and one personal, what would that be? And then like, make sure I do that thing. You know what I mean? So really being clear on like what priorities are. Um, I think a lot of times in life, like other people's priorities get important, you know, everyone's telling us something, what to do. And I'm just like, no, not going to do that. Like, like I didn't go to Christmas with my family and people are like, oh my God. Like, and I'm like, no, like my mental health was really important. And then my boyfriend and I went to Miami for Christmas. And I told my family like months in advance, I'm not doing family Christmas this year. I love you guys. I'll schedule another date. I'm unavailable for a week and I'm taking a week off. <laughs> I'm just like clear and I it, priorities are huge. You just do your own thing. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I and think people, ha sorry, well, people have to learn that. I think before you take like a step forward, you also got, you got to take a step back. And I feel like you did that. You did that very well during your whole life experiences. It's, I feel that's very important for people to know. Yeah. And when it comes to, you're very involved in your business and everything that you're building, uh, probably from the last time we talked, maybe you scaled from like six figures to seven figures, whatever the mm -hmm. case might be. And you're always positive and you probably don't show the other side, but what are some heart, you know, biggest yeah. hardships that you went through to get to the milestone that you are at today? Yeah, I think the biggest learning curve for me personally that I've really struggled with is like leading a team. I really love it, but it's been really hard as well because you're trusting people with your life. Um, you know, at the end of the day, my name's on all the credit cards. My name's on the bank account, right? So I love everyone on my team. They're amazing. And I, I trust them with my life, which, you know, is what I'm doing every day. But at the end of the day, like it's, it's my name on the line, you know? So, um, just like learning to let go. I really have struggled in the past with communication, um, because I am more of a creative person, although I am highly organized and very like, I'm a workhorse. Um, but I've struggled a lot with communication and it's caused issues with my team, just not setting clear expectations, um, you know, hiring, firing, it's, it's been a journey, even not setting people up for success, like being clear about what the job entailed. It's a lot better now, but just things like got so many lessons, um, that you just don't see. And then even things with like losing money, um, you know, we did our, our 50,000 t-shirt deal. I ordered tons of wrong. I mean like a $10,000 mistake, you know, you're like, Oh, that's <laughs> it's like, I'm still selling a t-shirt from a mistake. Um, like ordered pens, spelled nurses, inspired nurses wrong. Just like, you know, I have nothing to hide. I mean, yeah, like I'm human, like I'm going to make mistakes. And I tell my new team members that, cause my number one thing is just that we have open communication. I'm like, I can literally work with anyone, but I can't read your mind. And I'm going to be open and say when I made a mistake and I need you to be open and say when you made a mistake or if you're unclear or like we had a we had a shop call today and we had like um, there were like some marketing things that one of the team members brought up that she thought could have been better. 
she was hundred percent right. And she had no problem telling me, Hey, I thought we could have done X, Y, and Z better. I'm like, you're hundred percent right. And I have no problem taking ownership for it, but we just have to dialogue about it. So learning how to like lead by example, admitting when you made a mistake. I mean, it's, it's hard. Jeez. And that's where, yeah, just like you mentioned, communication vulnerability is a big thing. And uh, totally you, you set the example, you know, if you're not properly leading the team and you're not doing the things that you want uh, to cultivate as far as values in your in your team, it's just going to reflect. Um, and, that, yeah. and that's definitely some things that we've been learning on our journey. We're maybe on a different uh, milestone, but it's definitely been um, a learning journey and suffering through the pain. And but that's how you get better. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's really not that different, I'll say, because so I forget where I heard this and I have like a zero hanging up in my office at our warehouse because I, I can't I still can't remember who who taught me this. But I my uh, one I call her my biz BFF. She has a business, too. And we always talk about business things. She got me this funny zero and I have it hanging up. It's like gold. Like it looks like a pinata. Almost. <laughs> and um, they just say, like, add a zero. Like you have ten dollar problems. You have one hundred dollar problems. You have thousand dollar problems. You have ten thousand dollar problems. Like to me now I'm having bigger problems. But these problems felt the same as when I was having one hundred dollar problems. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, we're still the same people. It's still the same. Like, it's not like, I'm like, oh, yeah, no big deal. No, now it's just at a zero. It kind of, like, that, that kind of puts a perspective. It makes mm-hmm. you think about the problem in totally. smaller level and not blow it out of proportion and freak out analysis, mm-hmm. paralysis and everything. Yeah. And, and uh, one of my first mentors told me new level, new devil. Like, you're going to reach a new level and then there's going to be a new devil, new pro, you know? So it's like, that's why I think I feel so like, I'm just like, I want, that's why I want to have fun. I'm like, if this isn't, if I can't have fun, what's the point? Like, there's no there. I'm just going to enjoy every single day. Know that I'm helping nurses every single day, doing what I can so that I'm not waiting until, oh, when I made it or X, Y, and Z happens. No, because there'll be some other problem I don't even know about yet. Right. So I'm just going to do what I can do today. New level, new devil. There'll be new problems tomorrow. Yeah, it's like, it's like you're loving the journey because the ego is always like, oh, I want to get there and then I'll be happy. And it's always like that carrot with the donkey where you're always setting expectations for yourself. You're going to be happy when I get this, that. But it's really just loving what you have now and just being okay with it and accepting it. And do you know what I will say? I do truly believe that has been one of our biggest keys to success. And I'm so thankful that I learned that lesson prior to starting Nurses Inspire Nurses, because, you know, there's people in our community that have been around since day one and saw me like biking to the post office with orders when I had five orders. And I can honestly say I was literally just as happy with five orders as I am with 5,000 and 50,000, literally same level of happiness because I feel like I've already won because I love every single day. And when you have that energy and you just feel thankful to be doing what you can and making a difference and like you're living in your purpose and helping other people do that, you don't ever have like needy energy, you know? And so when we talk to people and people want to work with us, I'm like, cool. If you want to work with us, awesome. And if you don't, I'm still going to be doing the same thing tomorrow. So cool. Like, do you know what I mean? It'd be like you not having a podcast unless... I don't know, Michael Jordan or someone, you know what I mean? It's like, no, we're still here doing our thing. Maybe we get this super famous guest. Amazing. But if not, we're still going to be here tomorrow. So cool. Yeah, go ahead. That's why I say this. Sometimes we just, we, we forget to like look at the life around us and we put these obstacles 
up in front of ourselves without even noticing. And we make things and life a lot harder than, than it's supposed to be or that it has to be just because of the way we think and just the, the way we go about life. Mm -hmm. hmm. And uh, I know the last time we talked, you were doing like a light worker campaign and everything. So like, yeah. what's next uh, and in store for um, Nurses Inspire Nurses? What do you got going on? Do you know what's so funny? We're actually like focusing on bringing that back a little bit because at the end of the day, although we were like doing new things, kind of new things, it always goes back to the same thing. Like our, we're kind of doing new things in different ways. Um, the biggest thing that's really our, our main focus that's really changed since the last time we talked was launching our online community. So it's basically our own online social platform app that's free that we have, you know, a ton of support, resources, fun, um, nurses like posting in there, like if they need stuff, have questions, need to vent. Um, so our, our focus is really making sure that's amazing because I do feel like we need that interaction and support from other people. And even like Instagram and these other like social media apps don't give that, right? Because you can't ask questions and get that dialogue back and forth as much. Um, or one person can't post something and then everyone comment and connect or DM all through the app. So that's our biggest focus. And then I'm really excited. Our nurse give back night, how I started nurses inspire nurses in 2018 will be back this year in 2022 on July 18th. So we're putting together, we already have a title sponsor and it's going to be just amazing, like completely like a fun party support appreciation for nurses. So it's like literally my heart and soul and why I wanted to start this community in the first place was just to help nurses feel appreciated and supported. So I'm super excited that that will be back. We are going to do it in some kind of like, that's the last thing I'm trying to secure is where exactly it's going to be in Michigan, but we want to do it in obviously a space that's maybe like half open, half closed or something like some open air just because of COVID and everything. So we can hopefully have it outside, but those are kind of the big things that we're working on. Okay. It seems like you're always on your mission. You're always trying to build a community that's awesome, that you're giving like the free platform for uh, mm -hmm. people to express themselves. Yes. Uh, I forgot what is like, there was that website that used to always look into nursing school to get like some information about what the future is going to hold. I don't know if it's called nursing.com or something, but it's like a mm -hmm. form, uh, like a form almost, like a Reddit type of thing. Mm -hmm. So I, th I think that's cool and that you're creating that aspect of it because, um, it's a resource that I always kind of wanted when I was um, a baby nurse and a new grad trying to figure out like, what are the next steps? Like, oh, how is the ICU? How's, how's that going to be? Or when I was interested in CRNA school, like, I wonder what the CRNAs are saying or how hard mm -hmm. it is. So you always kind of getting new knowledge for more experienced nurses. Mm -hmm. yeah. Totally. Yeah. And Kat Golden, where can people, people find you if they want to follow you on your journey? Just Nurses Inspire Nurses, everything, website, Instagram, and then our community is community.nursesinspirenurses.com. Like I mentioned, that's free. Um, my personal Instagram is catgolden.inspires, but everything is linked on Nurses Inspire Nurses, so would love to connect however we can. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Kat, for being such an inspiration in nursing uh, community and everything that you're doing, and maybe we'll talk again. Let's talk again in another year. We can make it like a once a year thing. <laughs> Let's do it. Thank you for, uh, for everything. Chat soon. Yeah.